Hey, welcome to another mile post here on the V-Twin Life. V-Twin Life is brought to you by a few great companies. One being Crashing Clothing. You can find them out of Oregon. Great company specializing in clothes, doing work on bikes now. You can check them out at CrashInClothing.com. They got a lot of great stuff. Hey, head on over there. Maybe they got something you like. And we can't forget, wild ass. You like pounding miles, you like riding, you want to be in comfort? Hey, maybe strap a wild ass under your ass and ride with an air cushion and be comfortable for hours. And can't forget Custom Dynamics, leading the industry in lighting LED technology. Man, these guys got some great stuff. So head on over to Custom Dynamics and check it out. Now, let's get to another mile post of the V-Twin Life. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another Mile Post Sunday. We're kicking down Mile Post 88 with Adam, a.k.a. the PDX Dyna Crew, the Blue-Eyed Devil, and he's going to come hang out, share some stories. You've been riding for a while, loves bikes, and uh, lives behind the brand, buddy. So, dude, Adam, thanks for coming on and coming to hang out tonight. Thanks for having me. I'm pretty stoked, pretty stoked. What you're doing is, uh, is the Lord's work over here, so we appreciate you. Hey, thank you, man. I'm... I always say, man, I enjoy this. This is so much fun for me, you know, getting, hang out with a lot of guys and a lot of us talk social media wise and messaging back and forth, comment, sharing, tagging. And it's always fun to, in a way, meet up face to face and, and have a good time. Hopefully this summer I'll make it down for some of your guys' events you got down there. And, but it's you make it down for one? The very first one. Yeah. I don't know about the first, first one, but first one of like, maybe like the second year, third year. No, actually, I uh, see. I went down. It was for the crash ink party at paradise when they released his clothing. That's, That's what it was. That's it. I know I've seen that beautiful face somewhere in person, man. So. Yeah. One time it's always seems I have all the events you guys going on. It's like, I always had other stuff going on and it's trying to juggle everything, but, uh, I'm gonna try to make Such some time. I know I got some events planned for this summer, but you know, some of this local stuff be fun to mob down there and hang out for a while. Yeah, we'd love to have you, man. Come down here. Not really sure a lot of the stuff we're doing this year, but like, man, just, I mean, you're in the Northwest, you know, there's a lot of great rides everywhere you go. Uh, I I was blessed enough to uh, be able to go back and forth to work from like Maupin to, from Oregon, or from Portland to Maupin every day for work. And that ride is fucking amazing, man. So maybe we can go on that one. Maupin, well, that, that's up towards Mount Hood, isn't it? Past Mount Hood. Mount Hood's like halfway. Okay. So yeah, from here you cut through Mount Hood, and then you cut uh, around like Warm Springs, and then straight, it, a lot of nice zigzags, and there's this really long straight, and then you go up Mopping and Bake Oven, there's a bunch of little twisties over there. It's beautiful. Nice. Yeah. So let's, you know, kind of dive in, I like to do with everybody, man. So where'd motorcycles come to life for you, man? When did it start? Um... You know, when I was young, I I was always infatuated by anything with with wheels and a motor, and uh, you know, motorcycles are scary, and I like scary shit. So, uh, you know, my uncle had a buddy who would ride bikes around the neighborhood, build dirt bikes, and he would let me ride it sometimes. Um, and then from there, you know, just going out riding with my buddies at a young age, riding dirt bikes. Um, and then, uh, you know, like my early twenties. I got a Jixter 1000 for a little bit. It was like the guy I got from say it was like punched up to like a 1300. I don't know whether that was true or not, but the thing was fast. I mean, it did like a hundred miles an hour in first gear, red line. It was very, very, very scary, but like I had way too many like super, super close near death incidents with that thing. So I was like, all right, 
I got to get rid of this. And uh, I decided to get into Harley's and I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to take a crash course and I'm just going to buy a chopper because, you know, they're not very reliable. So I'm going to learn a lot <laughs> real fast. And uh, I bought the Tiger King back in uh, SoCal. Oh, man, I was like 25, 26. And uh, she was a ripper. I'd take her back and forth to, to Vegas. It's always some kind of small little shit. I rebuild the motor a few times. But, uh, yeah, I'm hoping to get it back. <laughs> I was saying this last year that I was going to get it back last summer, back on the road. But, uh, you know, shit happens. And it's sitting over at my buddy Shaq's shop. Shaq's shop. <laughs> waiting for go. me to like just fine tune it um, but um and then so after that i moved up here and i i, I still have my chopper um and uh i was like man i uh i want to get a dyna one of my buddies i was living with back in socal he had a dyna and we'd fucking ride my chopper and his dyna all the time i was like man i want one and uh i went into <laughs> i went into paradise harley davidson over here one day and um I went to go return a t-shirt or something and I was like, yeah, you guys got some Dinas and Joey who was working there at the time. Rest in peace, man. She's a fucking complete saint. Um, she was talking to me. She's like, here, just sign this. And when I looked around, she had them pull four or five Dinas out in the front. She's like, here, just sign here. Go take them out. You'd be out all day. Just, you know, let, me, let me know what you want. It was the very first one that I got was this black one. And I just, I fell in love with Harley's and, and, is right like right then and there no turn back so what part of socal did you come from grow up in sacramento valley okay uh so it's like kind of northern la county uh just north of like the hollywood hills i've been in the area one time yeah i missed much it's where the like whole term like valley girl comes from or you know that whole slang term like clueless well, I was down there for shit twenty five, six years ago to uh do the Lake Elsinore Grand Prix when it first came back. Ooh, nice. So I went down there for that and got to meet a lot of cool people and that was a fun adventure. Yeah, I've never been to that, but I can imagine it sounds pretty pretty dope. Yeah, because remember we're up in uh I went down there with friends, so they had friends up in uh Lake Arrowhead. So we were up above San Bernardino mm. and got some cool pictures up by was it called the cliffhanger restaurant i think that's what something it was. like that i'm pretty familiar with the area like big bear my sister stayed up there for a while we go up there all the time um arrowhead and like that whole like san Bernardino county is really it's really nice man yeah that's the only time ride. i've ever been down there yeah well actually before that well, i made a little kid like disneyland ship away down there but yeah that's about it yeah it's it's cool i mean obviously you have like and this there is no riding season it's all like you could ride all the time that's like the one thing that i miss the most about it is just riding whenever the fuck you want you know over here it gets pretty miserable to the point where you just don't want to yeah i like uh, it's been now you can do the cold you can do the rain you do the cold and the rain it's a pain in the ass it sucks but yeah i mean it's it doable. is doable but it's just not near as fun it's depressing yeah Jason and I and a couple other homies, that's how Jason from RP and I kind of met was like a few years ago, we'd go to the flat track races. And this is all during the middle of, of the winter, man. And him and I were the only two dudes who were like consistently riding down there together. And uh, that's, how, that's how me and Jason became really, really close. 
but I, I it's one of those things like it's when I got my dino, I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to fucking prove that I can do this shit. And I'm no punk and now I'm just like an old crippled guy. I'm like, ah, so maybe not today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when you get older it's like, yeah, I just not feeling it. It's you do it because you like it, uh, because it's fun and it's enjoyable, but when it's not enjoyable, it defeats the whole purpose. Got a point. I mean, it, yeah, it is nice, right? It's like, you know, what we've been dealing with now, the, you know, the mid-30s to the low-mid-40s, and it's where every day it's, you got drizzle and rain in it, and it's like, shit. Yeah. Yeah, so we had, um, I just had one of my friends come from California. No, she came from Canada. Where is she? Calgary? I forget. Uh, she went down for like a sponsorship for Arlen Ness and she came back up through here. This was what yesterday, the day before. And it's kind of raining. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. And she, dude, she's in fucking spandex pants and just like a normal ass hand. She's like, this isn't shit. She said, let's go. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it ain't that bad. It could always be worse, right? Yeah, I guess pretty cold thing up in that area. I'm going to talk to Stevie, the military biker, and he's up somewhere yeah. in that, that area. And yeah, still. Dealing with snow and all that good fun shit. She said they still have three feet of snow over there. Jesus. Yeah. I'm like, no way. So, like, going through, uh, going up there, she, like, sent me pictures. She's like, look at this shit. Like, see on the sideway, like, on the side of the highway. It's stacked. Yeah, you got Springer Mike. Try riding this time of year in Wyoming. No, I'll pass. No, no. Montana, no. Uh, fucking Rob, Rob Carpenter's out there doing it though. He's out in Montana. Still out. I think he's, he practices a lot at the dragway out there. Rob one wheel revolution. Amazing stunt rider. So what, you what made you kind of want to dive into the, the stunt realm of doing stuff in the wheelies and all the, the hooligan shit? I've, I've always just been a dumbass. <laughs> and I'm like doing dumb shit. Like wheelies are cool. I remember like growing up and watching like Rough Rider videos, DMX, and shit. Like, yeah, I want to do that. Uh, you know, I had some buddies who did some stunt riding on on street bikes down SoCal. Um, but when when I started it was actually uh, up here after I got that first Dyna, and it was like Halloween or Friday the Thirteenth around Halloween, and I was with Levi of Sporty Mob. And uh, a couple of my other buddies, and we're going to go get tattoos. And uh, we're getting on the freeway, and I just see Levi just pick it up. I'm like, no, you got to be kidding me. I was like, I need to do that. Was this That's the tattoo I got that night, man. It's the Reaper. Kind of makes sense because it's just definitely going to kill me. It's, it's already tried. <laughs> but, uh, uh, nobody up here was doing it so like trying to get any like uh bryce from paradise harley was really good he he was good he's still good uh but he was giving me a lot of pointers and stuff he's like yeah man just go to the lot practice yourself you know when you're going uphill the weight's kind of different so it's either pop up that front end so it's gonna be easier if you're going to try to pop it up uphill versus downhill and flat and whatever and i would just go to parking lots by myself until i got kicked out ran out by security or, or, or the cops and um started to just barely be able to get it up and you know do, do enough to like just attract attention and uh i was like man everybody needs to be doing this so you know me and, and jason and you know we'd, we'd host lot days and try to get everybody that we could possibly get to come out and you know end of last year when i was down um 
we'd be at the lot, man. You got like six, seven, eight bikes, man. We're, we're, you know, we're a parking lot pimping in there and shit. I'm just like sitting in a chair. I could barely walk. I'm sitting in the chair. My buddy's doing cookies around me and shit. Uh, but yeah, man, it's, it's, it's dope. I, I love it. I love the progression. I love how far it's come, um, since, you know, we started up here. It really has became popular and, you know, becoming a new, I guess a new sport in a way, because I mean, it was always, you know, your, your sport bikes, your leader bikes and whatnot. And it wasn't something that people were doing on, yeah. you know, on the Harleys and stuff. So it, it kind of opened the door to, a a new fucking genre of it i guess you could say yeah it's if you ever see a street bike and then you see a harley doing a wheelie the harley just is so much cooler because you're like what the fuck is that a harley like those things aren't meant to do that like everybody i know who sees shit they're like yeah i've seen street bikes but not never harleys it's like so much cooler like i agree like i I used to do it on on street bikes too and like i think it's way cooler on harley's because there's so much nominee you have to fight those things a lot that's a lot of weight (laughs) yeah yeah you can't they're not just like you know like a cbr or something like that you just dump clutch or you just power up you know a lot of these power these bikes aren't that powerful you have to fight it you have to dump the clutch and the gas and release everything at the right time and pull back and then not go too far back you have to kind of work it up and not overpower it or underpower it it's it's a dance it's a dance and i love it yeah yeah i'm not a good dancer (laughs) <laughs> I don't think many of us are. No, definitely not now. I can barely walk, so definitely not gonna dance. <laughs> yeah, it's crip walk. Yeah, no, my 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 walk has been my walk has been getting better lately. Uh, been doing a lot of like alternative medicine and actually getting out there, um, shit like that. So, well, you so, had a doozy of wreck. You want to dive in? Just kind of have what I mean. You don't have to so much go into details, but just kind of how what I mean. You were pretty banged up when it came to broken. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's paralyzed, like fully paralyzed from the waist down. So it was Halloween last year, it was just a little over a year ago. Uh, Jason and I were going to go meet up with some of our buddies on the west side, and we leave a gas station. And it's one of those things I really don't like to do on small. It's not so much a residential street, but it's like a two-lane street with I don't know. There's a whole lot going on there, and you know, I pop it up leaving the gas station and i'm hanging off the left side of the bike and there's a stop sign up there and it has like when i look down the street there's nothing there but like the guy was like sitting there and the guy looked at jason and started talking shit to jason because jason's flying in front of me and while i'm hanging off the left side of the tank the guy starts running into my lane i still can't see him until he's right underneath me and so i hit like that and so it catapulted me up like I don't know, 20, 25 feet, and then 140 feet down the road, and the impact from hitting it like that uh, just completely took my spine and went like an accordion. So L1 down was like severed, uh, burst fractures when I landed. I broke most of these ribs, this one ankle. Um, and Jason comes up, he's like, all right. He's like, dude, you know, some pretty sweet airtime on that. <laughs> it was like uh, with uh, the Talladega Knights, like, yep. I'm airborne, like full blown, like one of those moments. I'm like looking at the top of people's houses. I'm like, oh, we got this kid's throwing his cars up there and shit. Yeah, this is gonna hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What says? It was very painful. Uh, it took a lot, a, a lot of 
a lot of a lot to, to get back on my feet. Uh, I was literally paralyzed. They didn't know if I'd ever walk in there. Well, they had my back just split open. They're doing nerve tests, you know, between my back and my foot. And they're like, we're not getting a whole lot back. It's not looking really good. And I wake up and um, just can't move, man. It's, 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 it's terrifying. Like, I can move up here, but everything's hurt because I took a fall right here, you know. And, uh they said I, I might not ever walk again and i was like i told him to get fucked and then i just I, you ever watch a uh, kill bill that first one after she, uh, thurman's like paralyzed and she's like yeah. your big toe well, I, I did that but for three days straight and then finally they start just barely barely coming back online like super slow but it's, it was good like really good progress i think on, like the third day i was up and like walking around if i could hold my weight up like just trying to get my legs going and it was a whole process i see you for three days um trauma unit for another couple weeks in inpatient rehab for like three weeks barely barely walked out of there like i had my walker i'm like i'm gonna walk out the threshold i took like two steps I was like, all right yeah that's it but uh it's just it's just always a fight i'm still pretty fucked up from it uh my right foot has like not a whole lot of strength my i always look like i'm just like a drunken fucking toddler just bouncing around all the time because i can't like really uh like stand straight because like everything's not really still firing off the best it's not the strongest but it's it's going good it's uh we're still making progress on it well from where you started i mean i remember seeing all the posts and whatnot i mean you know you basically in the walker and wheelchair and you know, to see you're, you know, upright in two feet now is pretty fucking amazing. Yeah, I'm stubborn as fuck, dude. I don't like people telling me, no, I can't do shit. <laughs> Got to use it for fuel. Yeah. I mean, I, one of the driving things for me was like, if you're going to be doing wheelies by Christmas, you know, it's two, two months before Christmas. If uh, you're going to be doing wheelies by Christmas, well, that didn't happen. But uh, that was like always the thing. Like, I need to get back out there. I need to keep doing this shit. You fall off that fucking horse, you get right back on. And if, you know, bikes almost cost me everything, but it's it, it's still my, it was always my reason for, like, you know, positivity and, and living and enjoyment. And even after the wreck, like, I wanted to get back on it. And that's what really pushed me to just not take no for an answer and work my fucking ass off uh, to get back to where I am. Well, it's like Fat Guy made a good comment. You can't, you won't is a great motivator. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we got we got comments. I just I didn't see those there. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering where those were. Um I don't like being told what to do very much. I'm pretty rebellious. I'm I'm not like an asshole, like like go do shit, but like I don't like being told no. Wait, wait, that sounded kinda of rapey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get bucked off and get right back on. Yep. Yep, get right back on. I, you know, and it sucks because I know a lot of people, they take a little fall and they get really scared, man, because it's, it's a scary thing what we do, man. Anything can happen. You could have a wheel bearing blow up. You, I've known dudes who their tire blew up and they fucked off. Like, they, they get spins, they flip their bike, they hit a guardrail. You know, you never know when it's coming. You never know when it's coming. You never know if someone's going to be in the road. You never know if somebody's going to hit you. And we take we take that fight every day with a smile on our face. Because of what it does for us, like positively. Yeah, two wheels is a lot different than being on four when things can go yeah. wrong. You know, you you like I said, I mean, you can't control 
mechanically stuff can go wrong, but yep. I mean, there is, you know, taking care of, of yourself in a way, not trying to put yourself in too much harm's way, but yep. two wheels is still two wheels. Yeah. That's why I think everybody, if you're out here riding, I know a lot of people work on their bikes. You fucking should, because why are you going to put let somebody else put your life, you know, in their hands? Uh, like, I'm not saying like everything, but there's a lot of stuff that you could do to make sure like to get to know your bike. You know, like working on your bike is an intimate process with you and the bike. And you learn a lot about it and, and about yourself. And, uh, you know, you can you don't look like an asshole having somebody else work on your bike. Yeah, and then, I mean, I can see, you know, some people just mechanically, they're, you know, afraid of it or they don't want to try it and yeah. get intimidated by it. But, but it is a nice sense of feeling when you, you know, get stuff accomplished and, and do it yourself. Yeah. But, I mean, there are some things that, you know, or situations like, I mean, I had that last year when my new charging system went out when I was in South Dakota. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I could do the work, but when you're 1,300 miles from home, replace the stator on the side of the road just isn't that feasible. No, and there's specialty You got to bite the bucket or, you know, bite the bullet and yeah, you do it. But Yeah, I mean, I totally get that. Um, I've ha I had the same thing happen to me when we we're supposed to go do our 1K um out to see Roji in Vegas and stuff like a few months ago. I was driving back and forth to work every day and my stator gave out and I was just like, fuck, like the day before, the day before we're supposed to go, like I'm coming home, it's early. I'm like, I had uh, one of the homies um, go all the way out to Salem, grab me a stator because one of the dickhead companies over here wouldn't answer their phone. <laughs> and then ride it all the way back out to me. I'm sitting there, I'm wrenching on it all night. And it, you need specialty tools for that. And then, uh, what? Like I love my girl to death, but she's she's like wants to be there, and it's very like distracting. So like I, I yeah, I didn't get to go on that trip to say at least. Very bummed. About I was it. pissed in my one. I only had like five thousand miles on the charging system. The whole thing fried. I was pissed. Dude, I've seen parts where you know you get like a new coil or some shit. They bat out the box. New battery bat out the box. Yeah, actually, so. Wrench pin or Nick, you know, what makes a Dyna preferred is a, you know, extreme bike, I guess you can say, you know. Dyna's uh, fuck. Dyna's fuck. I mean, so you, it's kind of like your mid-class um, Harley. It's it's smaller and lighter, more agile than a bagger. Uh, it's bigger and stronger than a sporty. So, like me, I'm a big guy. I'm like 6'2", six, 6'3". When I first got on this Dyna, man, my legs would cramp up all the fucking time. It was not comfortable at all. Um, but um, it's a good little in-between, and they're, they're light enough, uh, they're agile enough, and there's so much really good aftermarket support on those that you can do anything you want. Suspension, brakes, engine, bars, swing arms, you name it. Um, that's 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 one of the reasons why I'm a big fan of them. Well, that mean you got you mean especially when it comes to engine upgrades because it's not like you know the 1200 Sportster. I mean, you got the I same got so engine as all work. the other baggers, so you can your yeah. engine options are unlimited almost as you could say to what uh what your pocketbook can afford. Yeah, yeah, you could do a lot. Like I got a 103 in mine. Uh, you could make that 103 all the way up to i think a 117 just with you know the this that crank i think might be able to make it up to 120 um 
110 for sure. A lot of people do those really, really easy with like just a like a head upgrade and a little bit on the cylinders. Cams, yeah. How many worlds of cams? Oh, Spro- yeah. Sprockets and it's. I don't know, man. They're they're gorgeous bikes. They're just beautiful. And just the sound of the twin cams. I mean, it's just for me. Yeah. Also, I just love it. So that two wheel Tito had one here. Did you rebuild the bike you crashed, or did you end up getting a new one? Oh, Tito, what's up? Um, that bike's gone. It was one of those things. It took me out, like literally off my feet for a while, and it was like either keep the bike or get rid of it and have money to live off of, you know. So yeah. I, 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 it took me a while. I really didn't want to, but I, I had to get rid of the bike. Uh, <laughs> um. The guy actually bought it from the auction. He hit me up in Southern California. He's like, yo, what's going on? Yeah, RP to the War Horse, for sure. Jason was there for it. Um, but, yeah, he hit me up about it. And But I was like, yo, like, listen, when you got this bike, I ripped apart the primary. There's nothing in there in case you're wondering what's fucked up. Like, I was really straightforward with him about every single thing. He's like, oh, okay. I was like, yo, I got those parts, man. I'll fucking, I, you know, I have a bunch of extra clutch baskets and this and that. I'll send them to you. I was like, you know, you pay shipping, whatever, I'll send you. And then the guy just kind of went radio silent. Um, I've been meaning to hit him up about that. I really want to know where it's at. Yeah, a little sentimental value to it. Everything I have has a certain amount of, um, a certain amount of like sentimental value. I get really close with my shit. I'm not one of those dudes who like just gets a bike and can flip it the next month and, you know, like... There's a lot, like, I'm one of the dudes who works on his bikes. I get blood, sweat, and tears putting those things. Um, you know, that's, it's like my child. And uh, there's so many times where you have near-death experiences or, real, like, some kind of, like, religious experience driving that bike, man. So it's hard to just let it go for me. I never understood how people could just not get sentimental value to their bikes, cars, all that stuff. True. I, and some people do attach. I mean, there are. I mean, a lot of people, you get accustomed to it or you have them for such a long period of time that they become part of you. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you buy the bike and, you know, it's always kind of like I buy you shit because obviously they don't make diners anymore. So uh, you don't really know the full history about it and what's going on with it. But once you put in some miles and some work, you know, you start to know, like, this is what to look out for or this. This has been done. You know, versus just buying something new and going through it. But, uh, I mean, those new soft tails are really nice. They're very de- dependable from what I'm seeing, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. J- Jason has this fucking road glide that won't die. The guy takes it all over the country, stunning it on one wheel like half the time. I think the most he's done is like break a belt. That's it. Hey, someone can take a beating and they just keep going. I, I don't understand it. You know how many problems I have with Dinah? It's constant. It's constant. <laughs> it's, it's uh the love hate relationship. Yeah, clutch baskets are like my worst enemy. Like stock clutch baskets. Now I know that's going through them. I go through two or three a year. Like that's the first one of the first things to come out. There's so much shock and impact on those like cast iron or whatever bullshit they are they just always break uh we were supposed to me and brad and jason we're gonna go uh down i think for roji's birthday it was 
when was it? It was because um, you ride a fucking down here. Because I ride the down. Um, it was what was it? Uh, St. Patty's Day a couple years ago. And I'm super stoked. We uh, we did our St. Patty's activities at the the old Donald Tavern. We're going through Salem, and me and Jason just put them up and left and right, crossing streams and shit. And all of a sudden, I get this weird vibration. I'm like, fuck, I've been here before. I know what that is. I pulled into Brad's driveway, and uh, yeah, Clutch Bass is gone. We left the chat. <laughs> they had a good time though. I didn't even have a good time leaving his house. I got pulled over. <laughs> My little Subaru. Oh shit! Yeah, they're very temperamental, man. They're very temperamental. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, like you know, about... you're, I wouldn't say you're, you know, abusing them, but yeah, I mean, when you know you're, you're riding hard, oh, no, I do, so it takes them. a toll. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not nice on any of that shit. It's gonna make it or it's not. It's kind of like like me. It's like I'm gonna make it or not. Yeah, yeah. So you enjoy. I mean, besides all the you know stunt riding, you ever get out much and you know still say take off you know a couple day adventures on them or is it just mainly just for fun and street. Um, I've tried. I tried to go with this bike with uh, Jason and Sam and and Shaq, Big Daddy Shaq, uh, down to California. They went to Fishtail Show and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, the, to get Denver, you mean Utah? Utah boys to fly with me? No, he's there? talking about me. I, oh, no, I don't He lives here in town. Well, Tito. Tito? Yeah. Tito's awesome, dude. He showed up to like one of the last bike nights, put on one hell of a fucking show. Like, I'm, I'm pretty bummed out that like him and I didn't really like talk too much during bike nights. I just have a million things going on. I'm running most of the show. Um, but he hit me up afterwards, man. Him and I have been in touch back and forth, man. I hope he's doing all right. But anyway, but yes, back you to need like to your, come. Your you travel come. aspect. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make it down for at least one this summer. I know I got some some other stuff in the works. Some you know my mile monster stuff and rides and Sturges and my daughter's getting married in July and I still haven't been Sturges. I haven't done shit. I've neither. This will be my first year, but I gotta. Be a lot of fun. I'll be over there with the Wild Ass crew and hanging out. Be at the working the Wild Ass booth, slinging seats, <laughs> getting that ass wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, I feel sometimes like I'm in like Truman Show, man. Like every time I try to break out, dude, something bad happens. Um... <laughs> Subaru, so. did you have your Birkenstocks on? Oh, that was funny. My Birkenstocks, no, but it was definitely vaping. <laughs> R.I.P. Super Steve. Um, uh, yeah, so I've always wanted to go to um, to Sturgis, man. Never made it. Was wanted to go with Jason one year, whatever popped up, work or whatever, couldn't make it. Um, the only thing that we've really done is uh, me and and Brad went out to the V Twin Visionary Show, um, and that was in Stockton at John Jessup's Dream Rides. Uh, and they trailered, we were trying to trailer everything in and I would just got fucking antsy. I'm like, and we got to like Southern Oregon, I think outside of Roseburg. And I'm like, just dude, just break out the bikes. Like I'll ride the rest of the fucking way down. Like I like to ride. And, uh, yeah, that was a, a trip that, that I won't forget. It was pretty dope. So we stopped off in like Shasta, uh, like Shasta, 
got some really good pictures, did some swimming, and just a lot of good memories in between and at the show. That must have been cold. No, it wasn't that bad. It was so they have these like houseboat things. I don't even know if it was on Shasta. It was right around there somewhere. Wasn't too bad during the summer. I've been by, but yeah, I've never been explored that area. Like it'd be fun to go down. I'd like to do the ECH someday. Yeah, like all the way cruise one hundred and one, just go all the way down. It's yeah, it's always best to go southbound because you're kind of on the side where you're closest to the water. Uh, when I would do rides in SoCal, anytime we would go up north, like I'd go up to Big Bur- uh, Big Sur sometimes with with my chopper and go right around there. Uh, and I come back, I'd always take down like PCH because you're like right right by the water versus kind of a little bit further back and have to look over shit. That would be fun. Yeah, maybe one day I'll get a dependable bike and I'll go with you on a ride. <laughs> so, which one of your favorite runs you like? You know. If you can get out and just go rally some road, man, what's your favorite part down there? Um, so like I said, from from working out and mopping, um, it's like the twenty six down to the two sixteen. It's two sixteen or one twenty six. It goes around Warm Springs. It's it's a raceway, man. Like during the summer, there's usually not a shit ton of cars out there. It's two lane. It's well paved. And there's good little, you know, switchbacks. There's nice, you know, sections where you can really get on it. There's a nice little fucking S-curves. And it's just beautiful surroundings, man. You pass by Mount Hood, and then you go in th- around Warm Springs, and there's trees everywhere and deers and wildlife. And we saw some, was some elk not too long ago out there. Um, that's a really nice ride. And we I got to do one... that every day for, like, five months four months something like that this summer we were up on when we came around mount hood friend steve found a place we went down we did got some pictures did a little drone thing down at uh, lake trillium that was pretty fun cool trillium. that was beautiful the lake was just like glassy you got mount hood but then it's reflecting into the water too and it was a killer picture and we got some cool drone footage right there all the bikes on the out on the little dike and then we got kicked off or in the dam because you can't have those out here cool we'll be done in a little bit Word, I didn't see the sign. Yeah, that's what we said. He didn't like that either. No. Sounds 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 gay. Fuck that guy. But that was pretty cool. <laughs> that's that is a beautiful area. Yeah, man. The whole like this whole area is pretty nice. Uh Leavenworth, I want to do that this year. It's not too far from here. It's pretty nice. Um uh, anywhere going down beautiful. to court. Yeah, I haven't been, unfortunately. Me and my girl were just talking about going there for my birthday next month. Because uh, it's like, like a nice old-timey like German town or some shit. Yep. Yeah, the Bavarian village. It's it's pretty freaking yeah. cool. Yeah, so hopefully I could do that ride this year. Um, let's see. Well, if you do that going in the summertime, to... you go all the way up and go to Leavenworth. And then, uh-huh. say if you're doing you know midsummer. Go up 97, head towards Wenatchee, and then go north up to Winthrop, and then come back up over the North Cascades. That's a beautiful That'd be ride. Dope. That'd be dope. Yeah, you definitely have a lot more knowledge on some of the stuff than I do. So I got I got to get some rides in with you, man. Um, one other good one out here that we used to rip all the time is Hag Lake over like by like Forest Grove area. It's really – it's a course that goes all the way around the lake, two-lane blacktop, 
very well paved and it gets kind of busy during uh during the summer so if you get there early summer or like late summer where it's dying off you there's like no cops up there really like we just fucking now whereabouts is that at like close to another city area uh forest grove you know where forest grove is so if you're going towards the beaches from portland you take the 26th and it's right before banks banks has like a racetrack i don't know if you ever heard of banks but it's right around there yeah it's hillsborough just past okay yeah just on the outskirts Pretty nice roads yeah, we, up there. There's what is it, Eagle Creek? No, it's not Eagle Creek. It's a couple of really nice roads out there that were good, good vantage points, good viewpoints. We drove through part of the area once. We went from uh, Longview out down to Seaside, went across and yes. went on the Oregon side instead of taking the the Washington side. Or no, we took Washington, then we came back on the Oregon side. That's when we took the wife across the Astoria Bridge. She was pissed. She didn't like that. She doesn't like bridges. Why? Well, it's majestic. And, and it's a huge bridge. Help, but you're climbing up the bridge, and then they happen to be doing construction on it, so we got stopped at the very high point of the bridge. And dude, she oh, was no. gripping the door so hard you could see sweat running down the door. She didn't like it. Not a fan of that stuff. You guys, you like guys are in a car? You guys are in a mm-hmm. car, and she didn't like it? Oh, man. Yeah. But as she'd be on a bike. Yeah, she's not fond of bridges. <laughs> she's just dangling your ass out. Don't get me out of here. Help me. Uh, yeah, that sucks. Um, I'm not really too scared of, 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 has he always been like that? Yeah. I know it's like we came back once when traffic was bad. So we came up over Chinook pass here in Washington. Yeah. She hated that. She didn't like me at all. Weird. Weird. Some kind of subconscious thing about heights, huh? Yeah. Not a fan. Yeah. Take her like a hypnotherapist or some shit. Have him just (laughs) get that thing out of her. Uh, so now you were with Brad when you guys did see you had the fastest one or the largest group for the yep. old one uh, so at the time yeah Jason had this wild hair up his ass I don't even know how he felt ramble on the 1k man uh, but he did and he told me about it and that's you know still when I was kind of new and chopping at the bits and shit I was like yes I mean, I'd, I'd still do it not to say that I wouldn't do it now I would absolutely want to do it um, but, uh, yeah, so we got, uh, you know, X amount of people together and that said they want to do it. Of course that kind of dwindled to the nine of us. Um, but it was still the biggest group to, to do it like on record. And at the time, what was, what was the time? The fastest time was 1250 or some shit. And we did in like 1240 nine bikes, Harleys. It didn't break down. Like, I don't know if you could do that again. That's Especially straight Harlan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jace, Jason lost like right when we right when we left the gas station. Jason didn't bungee down his gas can and fucking goes flying. And I don't even I don't know, because like, we were up front and all of a sudden everybody stopped. I'm like, oh no, this is a great start. Uh but yeah, nobody went down. Jason got <laughs> nothing blew up. Uh well, and yeah, we we went eighty four early in the morning. I think it was like four or five in the morning. Uh, straight down the 84 towards Bliss, Idaho, uh, Snake River. Oh, even people jump Snake River. Um, yeah. And that that was just about the halfway point, a little bit over. And uh, just turned around, hooked and buck, and came back, man. 
Yeah, down right. Slam the interstate. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, my ears are ringing for like two days. I had that thunderheader on there, dude, and we were wide open, man. It was either that or from riding next to Brad because he had a five speed at the time. That thing was singing. Yeah, throw him at too. The good old five speed life. Yeah, man, he just sold that bike recently. It's, it's. I think it's still in good hands. It's with somebody in the community, but. Um, Which one? What yeah. the crash glide? The crash glide. Yeah, he the, sold it. The, Holy shit! I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, he did. Um, I think is, is another guy's name Adam that has it. Is it Adam? I'm not sure. He's supposed to do a one K with us. Uh, Jason would know. <clears throat> um, but yeah, that thing is that thing was fucking singing the whole time. We're all like, this is yeah, like one of the a, Adam. Yeah, the other Adam has it. Um, that's what I thought. Um, but yeah, now he's got that really nice bike, dude. That one is nice. And he because uh, he rode this summer. And we did the Monsters Over Mountains. Him and yeah. Amber came up, and Amber stayed here with my wife. They did some stuff, and then we went and Amber is zigzagged the Cascades. Amber is such a trooper. She does everything cool. with, him with a smile on his face. Like it's awesome. I love. I love their relationship. Yeah, Brad's a super cool dude. She's she's really nice. They're good people. Enjoy hanging out with them and shit. Yeah, Brad just breeds positivity. Pretty good. He lives by kind of, yeah. Mr. PMA. Yeah. I mean, definitely helped me a lot with that, you know, mindset going through my accident, trying to stay positive uh, the whole time. It's hard, man. It's hard. It's hard when you can't walk. It's hard when you got to fight for anything and everything man so, oh, I can only imagine. but it's like the, the the staying positive and like hearing people like in my dms uh you know wish me well and shit like that man it's fucking okay, having a good corner in your back is huge it is that the motorcycle community as a whole is, is a very awesome and you know i mean people might think not so but i mean in a way it's a real tight-knit community especially you know a lot of the guys all up in this area but also as you know, a lot of the friendships I've made with the guys, you know, through throughout doing all these, you know, across the country and you build the friendships and it is a very tight knit community and very supportive of each other. Yeah. And it's an awesome thing to be part of. It's, uh, it's one of the reasons why I love this area so much, man. It's like, I mean, I grew up in SoCal. I had like a couple of friends and shit that I grew up with, but, uh, I moved up here and, uh, Hey, thanks buddy. That means a lot. Every um yeah everybody you know that i know right now is up here everybody who i hang out with is all through motorcycles man i was just riding around my chopper and i meet one dude from paradise i'm like oh i was such a fucking loser man i'm like oh you ride bikes i like to ride bikes too we should be friends and he's like, <laughs> oh yeah whatever but i got his instagram and like me and me and him became like really really good friends he had a really dope diner uh, at the time, it was one of the reasons why I wanted to dine it too. He had a 117 lowrider wrist, just like fucking everything imaginable. He he did the 1K with us uh, on that bike. Uh, but um, he told me, he's like, yeah, man, I thought you were going to rob me. I was about ready to give you my wallet. Like, <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. But uh, yeah, man, uh... the people up here are, are super fucking solid. Um, the, com- the community, just bikers in general, man. It's 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 crazy. You don't really see anything like that anywhere else, you know, unless you have like religion maybe. But like I know through motorcycle riding and, and doing what we do, like you know, people in all these different states that we could 
go and hang out with whenever we want, whenever we're in town. Everybody's super hospitable, like goes out of their way to make sure you're having a good time. Um, man, what, what else is there like it, man? It's a brother. Definitely. It's it's kind of like a it's kind of like a brotherhood, man. Like sisterhood, everything. It is, and you, it's just it's great to see the support from everybody, and you know that comes all across mm -hmm. it. Whether you know the how many times you've been to a gas station, you get gas, and you meet you know an individual, young, old, doesn't matter. But whether they're on a bike or they ride, they don't have one, and all of a sudden you're you're there for ten minutes telling stories, or he's trying to yeah. tell, you know a good place to go, or she even and it's you know and now you're, you've been at that fuel station for 10 minutes but you made a new friend but you also got great advice and places to go and and a, something to see in an area that you're not familiar with it happens like all the time chelsea and i were coming back from seattle and uh we're at a gas station in centralia and some dude and his fucking sick chopper and his lady show up on another chopper and i fucking see a nas tank on it and shit like that i'm like i got like nitrous on a rigid I mean, my miss out there. I don't know, but it was fully chopped up. And like, we got to talking and like, the, you know, a certain MC out there and shit. I was like, oh man, I like your bike. And they're talking about my bike. I'm like, yeah, I do wheelies. Like, what? You do wheelies? They're like, come do it in front of the clubhouse. So we go to the clubhouse. They <laughs> nothing but generous the whole time. Somehow I was doing wheelies. My girl's uh, phone fell out through my bar bag and shit. We're looking for it for like 20 minutes. Um, but it's like one of those things where like, you don't, the guy just, you know, sits here and he's like, oh, well you ride bikes. I ride bikes too. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. You know, we become <laughs> best we friends. Just... Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. it's, it's, it's pretty cool, man. And like, I'm, I'm pretty encouraging to like, you know, a, a lot of the, the new people that are coming out. A lot of people ask me questions like, yo, what should I do about this? What should I do about that parts wise, you know? And uh, it, it's it's nice to be able to talk to people and share your enthusiasm and be enthusiastic about bringing them up and, you know, showing them like, you know, a good path to go down. That's, you know, that's what happened with me down here. And like everybody was super cool. And like, I want to keep that going. Right. Yeah. You know? pretty, 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 pretty cool. It is pretty cool. And I mean, it was like, well, when uh, Tito, buddy, Trent, when he wanted to come down there, you know, and was talking about it so you know hey get in touch with these guys you know trying to help point it you know the yeah. guys that i knew and you know he shot out some messages and next thing you know you know he was down there and i'm gonna come back said he had an absolute blast which is cool and it's fun he knows a killer man to be able to introduce you know, people to, to other guys down there to just because you know through all the getting to know everybody and doing this and making friends it's like hey go this way here's some fellas get in touch with them and yeah. they'll fucking help you out and no it's cool yeah, we've had people come through town and break down, and you know, uh, everybody's like willing to lend a hand. Like it's, it's like they even more want to help when people are from out of town. Like you know, you know we don't want to get a bad name or something like that. You know, either way. Uh, so one of my, like I said, my homegirl came down from Canada not too long ago. I told her I was like, yo, I'll meet you at Paradise. She has her, her trailer, and uh, Paradise has this um, cart for uh, uh, on the forklift to pick up bikes out of trucks and stuff. Uh, yeah, Tito fucks. <laughs> um, but like while while she's waiting there for me, the, she's talking to him and she did, like doesn't drop my name or, or anything. But she kind of tells him what what she's doing, coming from Canada, to and from Canada. And 
like, yeah, I want to go out for a ride. My bike's in the trailer, and they just go and pull around, the, you know, the, the forklift with, with the attachment on it, take her shit off. Like, she's not buying anything. She's just over here trying to run through the city real quick on her way through town. And they're like, Delp, let us help you out with that. They washed your bike, too. No hey, reason. That's awesome. Yeah. Paradise has always been amazing to uh, to me. I love Paradise very much. Uh, Salem as well. Uh, Salem Harley's always been super cool. Um, shout out to, to both of them. Uh, Legion too. Legion's awesome. Legion's kind of a, a smaller, uh, not corporate Harley place, but they fix bikes, metrics, everything. They have their own bar out here in Portland. It's kind of like a destination. If you're going to come here, you got to stop by Legion. Wasn't there a shop down? Was it Lattice Harley Davidson that used to be down there? Lattice, never heard of her. Remember there's a shop, it was down south of Portland a little ways. I can't remember which one it was. I stopped it like four or five years ago. Four years ago. I, 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 won't, go into, was. I won't go into too much detail about Lattice, but uh, I, I stay away from that. Everybody up here really kind of knows why. Well, it, it's not so much that. I mean, it was just one I cruising down the road. I went down there. My son was playing baseball and mm-hmm. over off even uh, doing of this. So I didn't know anybody. So it's like, yeah. Like, hey, cool. There's a Harley shop. Well, fuck them. Just go over there and check it out for a minute. Something to do. And ripped in there and just said, hey. And then shot out to Mount Hood and explored the first time I was down that area. They got a nice inventory there. Nice, nice place. You got a. But you said you went to Paradise, right? For for Brad's thing? Yep. Yeah. They're, they're, they're awesome. They're like, so when. When I first started, you know, kind of riding and doing wheelies and, and, and growing my page, my page initially grew just for like a community page, parts, support, whatever, you know, uh, just to be supportive of everybody up here doing it. Um, we did the 1K and after we did the 1K, they called me in and they're like, yo, like, you know, we, we see you, we kind of, you know, want to keep you, you know, around and shit. They bought me the saddleman I have on my bike and shit. They've always been like, you know, they've, they've always sponsored bike night. They've always done, like, went out of their way for me. So if you guys are ever in town, go there or, or Salem, Salem's also awesome too. We've been doing awesome. for the past two years, uh, we've been doing our uh, bike nights, our openers over at Salem because they have a better lot for us to do such. Um, and they're super supportive and on board with everything we want to do. And that's the awesome part when there's, you know, supportive and help stand behind it and, and help yeah. the events grow. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really nice to know that like you have like a big corporate, like kind of name in, in your back, you know, backing you up, you know, they have a lot of resources, a lot of knowledge yeah, which does help, and then especially when they want to, you know, help support their community and everything they got going on around it. It's just going to help spread yeah. the name, and you know, it's positive, smart business marketing for them. Yeah, I, I've, Harley stunts are big right now, man. It's uh, huge. I mean, I mean if, that if, and if the... you're if, if you're working with people that are that are doing that, like you're going to have a lot more uh, eyes on your business. So, Parada, yeah, okay, never mind. It's on ride faster, pussy. Tiger. Tiger, yeah, yeah, Tiger. Um, like a lot of the pieces, like uh, you know, Mulholland uh, down in SoCal. A lot of those people don't have actual shows. Uh, what's the name of the spot out there in Utah? 
I don't know. They they went over there for the swarm. Uh, I know they did a little show over there, but it's uh, it's definitely nice to have them, you know, backing you up. Well, in between all the stunt riding now, and then you got, I mean, the Bagger Racing League has just exploded. And that's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And it's fucking cool as shit to watch. And just I'm a performance bagger, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, it's it's definitely made leaps and bounds just forward for the progress of all parts, for all bikes involved, you know. Um Harley's always been really good about having great aftermarket support for parts, you name it, on the bike. And that's one of the reasons why I really like Harley's. Um, but, you know, now then you have the soft tails come out and parts would know. And then they got the bag recently going. And then people, just those big companies were trying to put out more and more product for those bikes for performance. And it's really helped boost uh, a lot of the shit that you see going on. Oh, it doesn't. I mean, it's, you'll see, and it's not so much that, I mean, yeah, it is the, you know, you got massive horsepower going on these baggers, but a guy, I mean, you can pull the same parts out and you can go put it in your stunt bike. I mean, motors, yeah. they're both, you know, coming off the same platform. Granted, yeah. I mean, they've done a whole lot more fucking goodies to their shit to make it, you know, where they're at track wise, but it's the same engine, essentially. Yeah, twin you know, cam. You want to put it in a, in your fucking dyno, or do you want it in a bag? Right. I mean, you, which yeah. way you want to go? Yeah, it's, you know, there's a lot of people out there doing it, you know, to go fast. I, it's like a dude who likes to do, you know, one wheel everywhere I go. Uh, more power isn't really your friend. Uh, like, I have a cam on my bike and, and a tune and shit like that, and it's like, you know, there's, there's times where you just keep breaking tires and breaking tires, you know, and it's hard to get up because you just got too much power. Um, yeah, like I've tried doing it on, on bigger bikes. No, you just roast tires. You try to do it on like a different gear or some shit. It's, it's not worth it. And then once you're up there in that pocket and you got too much power and you you know your your room for adjustments only that much, you're gonna fucking flip it. Yeah, I will grow up and get a bagger eventually. Eventually, I don't know. I made money. <laughs> <laughs> I'll rich, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, no problems trying to put pipe parts into this bike. Yeah, I'll I'll stick with my Rogue Glide. It's comfortable. I enjoy it, and I, I mean, mine's. I love it. It's not. I mean, it's no serious performing. I mean, it's cammed and tuned, and it's got some goodies, but it's comfortable. It goes A to B, and I enjoy it. Rogue Glides are dope. I remember when Jason got his. We uh, took him around Hag Lake, and him and I switched up bikes. And fuck, I just you just get in that bike and it's fucking on rails, dude. Even with the the, the apes and everything, man, I'm getting in those corners, dude. Like uh, there was other dudes over there with the road glides uh, who have been riding for a while, and I remember we were starting to go too wide, and I'm pulling around these motherfuckers. They're just like they're great. They're awesome bikes. I'm surprised. I don't know how you can build a big ass bike like that that handles so good, but money. His bike was stock, man. Oh, okay. That thing was stock at the time. It had some gay painters on it. <laughs> <laughs> a trunk, trunk full of dildos. Maybe that's what it was. It was all that weight, all the dildos in his bag. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody has their style, what works for them, and it's just all part of, you know, what we do. I mean, 
Yeah. What fits one doesn't fit the other, but we're all in it for the same game because we all enjoy riding and it's all a good time. And yeah, then that's what I took. I, I was selling bikes at Paradise for a little bit uh, after my accident. Like a lot of people would come in. I'm like, yo, like. You know, I want a bike that's like this or like that. And I'm like, the good thing about par- about Harley's is they're a blank canvas. Like you build them to fit you. With the aftermarket support, you can do anything. You could do a Viclo, you could do a stump bike, you could do a performance bike, you could do you name it. You're one of those stupid big wheel baggers. Whatever you want, dude. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. The options are I mean, the options are endless. It's all, you know, what fits your style and what do you want to do? Yeah. Yeah. What doesn't suit me might suit somebody else and vice versa. And like, you know, exactly. end of the day, we're both all doing shit that we like. Well, and we're it's like, you know, fun. how you said, I mean, as a blank canvas and, you know, I've made the same statement to people like, well, what should I do? What should I do to my bike? I just bought this. Should I do this, this, and this? And, you know, I've said it before. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, you got to think of yourself as an artist. Okay. You got yourself a blank canvas. Now build it, make it fit you. What do you want? It doesn't matter what, Steve wants or what Joe wants, what Adam wants, it's not mm-hmm. their bike. What do you want? Build it how, how you see fit and, and what you want to do. Yeah. Everybody's end goals is not the same. Not everybody's end goal is going to be the same. Like you, you're going to want, if you want something like reliable that you're going to take across the country, just keep that motherfucker stock. Don't do shit. Maybe do a suspension. Don't touch the motor. Don't do anything. But if you want something that you're going to put a whooping on all your boys, you know, you start putting that motor work in, the little cam, you know, bump up the CIs and shit. Or, you know, you go my way and be an idiot and break your back. Who knows? <laughs> the options are unlimited, you know? what? Choose the path you want to go. So much room for activities. <laughs> oh, shit. That's good. Yeah. Do you want more room to put your shit, or do you want less room because you're just going to go hooligan? I don't know. What do you want to do? There's never enough room, man. The more room you got, the more bikes, more bullshit's going to go in there. So more room, the merrier. Yeah. Well, shit, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming and hanging out tonight and, and shooting the shit and, you know, letting people know kind of what you got going on, what you're doing. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, we're going to be doing bike nights up here. We gotta sit down and start talking about that, but you know, we're probably gonna get it going again next year. Pretty stoked for that. Everybody, come down, check it out. You gotta come down. I'm gonna make it down. I will make it down for at least one. No, we'll teach you how to do wheelies on your road glide. Uh, no, no, I'm good. <laughs> Somebody's gonna wheelie on that road glide before it leaves. Actually, I need to get down there because actually, I got forks are sitting in Brad's garage. I need to get down there and put them on. Uh, yeah, you do. Brad will, Brad will knock those out. Brad's been putting in a lot of work lately, uh, and he's so well-versed now, so he'll probably knock that out for you real quick. That's what I'm thinking, because I actually got a new fender I want to bring down, and then I want to talk mm-hmm. to him, find out I'd like to do, if pulling the forks out, everything, see how much more you got to dive into to change the neck bearings, and why not, if that close, I mean, having all the front end off, why not see about changing them then would be smart, might as well. I think. He's got to take yeah, apart that little, that little nut and slip everything off take them out i mean if you're right there might as well that's kind of what i'm thinking it's like fuck pulling the wheel off might as well throw in the new wheel bearings new neck bearings and and do it all and might as well strip the motor out and powder coat the frame while you're at it man you're halfway there no 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 not yet motor ain't coming out until she's tired she's she's still got room she's still got life 
She's got miles, but she still goes. I take care of her. How many miles? Do the best you can. On your bike? How many miles? One hundred twelve thousand. What year is it? Two thousand four. Okay, twin twin cam ninety six. Uh, it started it life as eighty eight, and then at like fifty five ish thousand, went to ninety five. The gear driven cams, okay. tune intake, and and that motherfucker still put in work. Still yep. put in work. Yeah, see, don't don't abuse it like me, and <laughs> you have a good ride. Twin <laughs> cams are awesome when you don't let Adam borrow them. Yeah, you got to, you know, just have fun with them. That's what I say. Just have fun. Ride it. Yeah. Absolutely, so, everybody's on their same fucking, you know, everybody's on their different road in life, man. Just instead of ride it. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I say, you know, go ahead and let everybody know where they can find you. None of you guys, I mean, you got your shirts oh. and all your stuff and plug yourself, uh, man. <laughs> uh thank you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, um yeah, no, so PDX Dino Crew uh at Instagram. Uh I have a link for everything. I mean I'm not I'm not super big on selling my stuff, man. If you want it, cool. If not, I really don't give a shit. I I, I do it for me and for whoever the fuck wants it. Um and then five with me bike night on Facebook and Instagram. Um yeah. I'm at your mom's house sometimes, you know, I get around. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny shit. So, right on, man. Hey, guys, thanks a lot for tuning in. It's been a lot of fun hanging out, shooting the shit. So, uh, got Milepost 89 coming next Sunday. I got one or two guests. I've been trying to work when I got a guy named uh, Mike's Motor Travels. He's been actually on the road for like, two years. And right now he's Jesus somewhere God. down around Guatemala area, and he actually got back to me. I've been trying to get him on, and he says he might have be at a place for internet, so he might be on Sunday, or it's gonna be. Is that top shelf the guy who's been going? Is that the guy who's been going like around the world? Yeah, he, he started just, in New York in late. He 19th. went over through like Africa and shit like that. No, not yet. He's heading that way, actually. Dude's been to which okay. cool. He's on a Suzuki V-Strom. Went from New York, did all the United States, went all the way up to Alaska to Prudhoe Bay. Okay. And he's working his way all the way down to Ushuaia. And now there's some other guy that's been going like all across the world, everywhere, Europe, Africa, just picking yeah. up different bikes, whatever, and just going through it. I forget the guy's name, man. It's been a while since I heard about him, but I think I know what you're talking about. But I know this guy now. His plan is once he hits Ushuaia, which I think he's planning on being down there in like april or may mm-hmm. and he's going to sell the v-strom and he wants to go a little smaller and he's trying to he keeps plugging royal infield to get a himalaya because he wants to take it through australia go up the i guess be the west coast of australia up into uh eastern asia and then actually ride the himalaya through the himalayan mountains so i'm gonna try That'd to get some of him him coming on so it's either going to be him on Sunday or it's going to be Tristan from uh, Top Shelf Tangents will be on. So stay tuned. I'm going to try to update everybody and let people know who will be on by Wednesday. And then we'll go from there. But, uh, yeah, oh, yeah Milepost 89, we're coming down to 11 from 100, which I can't even believe. It's crazy. I didn't think I'd be doing this still. And I don't know. From little Killing idea, it, just having fun and wanting to have fun and meet people, it's been an absolute blast i i enjoy this it's a lot of fun for me and i made fuck 
88 fucking new friends that I didn't have before this. So it's freaking awesome. Yeah. Motorcycles, podcasts, everything is bringing people together, man. It's good. Uh, good to get to be able to meet you through, through what you're doing and through motorcycles, man. And everybody else around here. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun, man. So yeah, we'll definitely uh, have to catch up this late spring, early summer and, uh, hang out for a weekend. Yeah, man. Me casa is su casa. Sweet. I like it. I mean, Tito will cruise down. Tito's wild. We're going to gain some shit. Oh, yeah. So, right on, everybody. Hey, man, thanks for tuning in, guys. Ride safe. Have fun. Enjoy the open road. And we will catch you Sunday for Milepost 89. Later, guys.